Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. How's it going, everyone? Today we got a story time of a spoiled kid who gets fired by his own dad. Even though this kid was hired to the job by pure nepotism because his dad literally runs the place he was working at, the spoiled kid was so terrible at his job and just didn't care that it got to the point where his own dad fired him. It's a pretty satisfying story that I know you'll enjoy, so sit back, relax, subscribe to the channel if you're new, and let's get right into it. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted today's story, Ryan. So anyways, right, this was all happening Ryan's freshman year in high school. So, well, I should say the summer after his freshman year. So the summer before his sophomore year in high school. And so uh, Ryan's parents were, you know, before the summer came around, suggesting that, you know, he get a job because Ryan was kind of entering that part of life where there was a lot more things that he wanted. He wanted a bit more freedom. And Ryan's parents, you know, they were fine paying for like necessities, but they weren't all trying to be like, you know, here's all the money you want. Uh, go do whatever you want. Because Ryan's parents had seen enough examples of parenting. Basically, they probably watched the Connor Pugs channel and all the spoiled kid videos. So they probably saw what happens when you just give unlimited access to resources, right? So they kind of said, hey, man, like if you want to like do more stuff, if you want to eventually, you know, I don't know. Uh, you know, buy whatever you want, take your friends out to dinner, just the freedom, you're going to have to work a job to get some money so you can have that freedom. So Ryan wasn't totally apprehensive to that idea as, you know, he kind of got bored over the summer, like he'd always want to do cool stuff with his friends. But at the same time, like there was only so much he could do. And he spent a lot of the days kind of just chilling around, not doing that much. So Ryan immediately looked around to see what jobs were available. And uh, after a bit of uh, searching on Facebook, Ryan's mom came back with a really good idea. How about Ryan work at the local ice cream shop that everyone in, in town went to and loved? It was a place that Ryan used to go to a lot as a kid. Uh, he had a lot of fond memories there, and apparently they were posting a listing for a summer job for preferably some kid who lived in the area. So immediately Ryan applied, and since they kind of knew him there, he got the job. So let's skip ahead to summertime, and uh, the first day, you know, Ryan is walking down to the ice cream shop. Ice cream shop's like a 15-minute walk away from Ryan. It's kind of like 
in towards like kind of like a city part of the neighborhood, if that makes sense. They're, they don't live in a city, but there's kind of like more of a, uh, there's like kind of like a downtown area. So Ryan is like about 15 minutes away and that's good for his mom. So she doesn't have to drive him in every day and have to work around her schedule and his schedule. So Ryan walks down and on the first day, it's kind of like the first day of training. They went down on a Sunday, even though Normally the store is closed on a Sunday, but for that one Sunday, they were instructed to come so they could have a little bit of training. So when Ryan got there, he didn't actually know who the other people would be. He kind of knew that he would know most of them to an extent because it was, wasn't like the largest neighborhood and Ryan was at least aware of most people who lived there. So to Ryan's surprise, there was only one other uh, person working there over the summer. And, uh, well, it wasn't that surprising because it is the Spoil Kid. Who is the Spoil Kid? The Spoil Kid is the son of the guy who owns the ice cream shop. And uh, I wonder how he got that job, wink, wink, right? I mean, I think anyone who applied probably would have gotten the job as long as they were a kid in the neighborhood, showed some interest. But all I'm saying is the Spoil Kid, as you will see throughout the course of the story, it, it kind of very much takes the fact that his dad owns the shop as kind of uh, takes it really for granted and really kind of like that kind of warps his perception of this is a job and this is not him hanging out in his dad's business. Big difference. Now, another important detail is that the spoiled kid actually like their parents were, were pretty well off um, and not just because they owned one ice cream shop. If you don't know, restaurant margins are pretty thin. If like someone owns a restaurant, don't immediately assume that they're loaded. In fact, they're probably, they might be going paycheck to paycheck, man. Restaurants are really hard to make good margins in. However, uh, this was a little bit of a different situation as the spoiled kid's dad who owned the ice cream shop also owned like half the other stores in the town. It had kind of been like a, a generation long family business. Like the spoiled kid's family had been in this town for literally the longest time ever. And slowly but surely they've been accumulating kind of like more stores and restaurants and uh, you know, arcades and all this type of stuff, right? So the spoiled kid's dad would pop into the ice cream shop one day a week to kind of like do his managerial duties or whatever for half that day. And that'll be important later on in the story too. So anyways, Ryan gets there and he's standing around with the spoiled kid and the spoiled kid doesn't even acknowledge his presence. Like the spoiled kid is on his phone. He looks up and kind of notices that Ryan walks in and immediately looks down at his phone. Look, I get it. Like the spoiled kid and Ryan, they- At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Don't need to be best friends. I'm not saying they need to be best friends. What I am saying, however, is that it would be kind of nice, you know, for this spoiled kid to at least acknowledge Ryan's presence as they will be working side by side for like the next nine weeks. This wasn't an entire like summer long, oh, actually two, nine weeks is like two months. Yeah, basically for the entire summer, bro. But no, spoiled kid was so focused on his, like, it's not even the fact that he was focused on his phone. Like, I get it. Like some people are just on their phone a lot, but it was really an intentional move. It's not that hard to look up and say hello. The spoiled kid was kind of here just showing how much that 
he didn't care. He thought that he was better than Ryan. And he also thought that he was better than Ryan, not just because maybe some sense of general entitlement that he felt for him, maybe disdain for most other kids in his neighborhood because, you know, his family owned half the, the neighborhood or whatever. So, you know, they better bow down to him and they're inferior, right? But also because I bet the spoiled kid felt like this job was very different than the job like Ryan was having because Ryan was an employee for his business. He was just chilling at his dad's business. In his mind, it was very different. However, the manager of the store, which was not Ryan's dad or the spoiled kid's dad, spoiled kid's dad owned the store. I think I might have said he managed it or something. He technically kind of did manage it, but he was very top-level management. Like, he would come in, check the books once a week, go around, ask how things were doing, and then leave to go deal with all the other stuff that he does. But the manager, uh, we're just going to call him the manager. So when I say the manager... Don't get him confused with the spoiled kid's dad as they are two different people. So the manager is looking at Ryan and the spoiled kid, or the manager like steps out five minutes later after they both get there. He's like, hey, what's up? Like, what's up guys? Like, my name's manager. It says his actual name, but we'll just stick with manager for now. My name's manager. Uh, I'll, be in, I'll be your boss for the next nine weeks. Um, today, we're just gonna quickly go over all the responsibilities, all the stuff you need to do. Uh, brush over some skills that you will, you know, get better at, but you should at least have a baseline to. And uh, yeah, we're gonna have a really great time. This is a really good environment, and uh, let's just get into it. So basically, the manager goes behind, and because uh, basically the store, it was basically just an ice cream store. There are some ice cream stores that are like also a burger place where you can also get ice cream, also an arcade. No, this was purely an ice cream place. There are a few seats inside, but you'd only sit down to eat ice cream. So he brought them behind uh, the place where all the ice cream's held. He said, all right, well, here's some scoops. Uh, show them how to get, like, that perfect scoop or whatever. Dude, whenever I watch people, whenever I go to, like, an ice cream store and I watch the person behind the desk or the, uh, the counter, I should say, scoop the ice cream, I'm like, dude, that is going to fall off. And it never does. So there's a bit of a skill involved that I don't think I have. So I always have respect. You know, I always have a bit of respect for that. So anyways, goes over the basics, whatever, and uh, they're sent home in an hour. This was just a quick little introductory thing, and the real work started Monday the next day. Let's skip ahead till Monday the next day, where things immediately off the bat, like immediately, man, Ryan realizes what he's getting into. Anyways, so on the very first day of work, uh, Ryan gets in there, and he intends to take it pretty seriously because this is his first actual job, and, you know, his dad doesn't own the ice cream shop, so he can't really afford to mess up. Anyways, uh, so he's standing behind the counter. It's a relatively slow day. Uh, I don't totally know why it was a slow day. It's summertime, and I guess in the very beginning of the day, it's kind of slow. Not that many people are coming in at 10 a.m. to get ice cream, so they're kind of just standing around. You know, they have a few customers coming in and out, and, you know, I don't know, Ryan kind of very nervously does his first ice cream scoop to petrify that he's going to drop it or misplace it or just do something wrong, right? And uh, about around lunchtime, or a little bit after lunchtime, they're go they, go they go back to their stations, right? They go back to doing what they're supposed to do. And that's when Ryan looks over to see the spoiled kid do something absolutely insane. He, uh, he eats some of the ice cream, which, okay, okay, you might be thinking, Connor, Connor, relax. He's working at an ice cream shop. Okay, here's a little scoop, a little scoop for himself. How bad can that really be? I don't mean he takes a little scoop and, you know, maybe enjoys a little bit of it. Okay, you know, it's probably not great to do that, but also I'm not going to fault you for it. No, no, no. He reaches in with his bare hands. His bare hands. He reaches in and fists. Okay, I should not say he fists the ice cream. You guys are going to be weird. 
he goes in and gets a big scoop with his with his hands, bro. He reaches in. And let me just say that this guy has not been washing his hands. Yeah, so Ryan watches this and just probably thinks to himself, I think that literally broke every code in the health code. I think every health vi- every health code violation that there could be has probably been broken by that action right there. And he watches as the spoil kid kind of like just continues to take big kind of like chunks of ice cream out of the ice cream and just like scoops it up with his bare hands, dude. Goes in, just like rakes it up with his hands. So look, Ryan's not going to say anything. There's no value in Ryan snitching on him. Like, I get it. Look, I don't, the whole culture of like, ooh, should. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Snitch on anyone ever. That's kind of dumb. If someone does something bad, like maybe it's to your benefit or to the group's benefit for you to report it. But also like you have to think, okay, it's very obvious who's going to be the one who reports it, right? If someone, if, look, if the spoiled kid gets an anonymous report that he's been uh, caught scooping ice cream with his bare hands. It's not going to be very anonymous when the only other person there is Ryan. And Ryan knows that he has to work side by side with the spoiled kid for the next nine months. So he doesn't want the next nine months to be literally a living hell. Yeah, but Ryan just watches as the spoiled kid takes big fistfuls of ice cream out of the, out of the containers of ice cream and just is like thinking to himself, right? He's just thinking to himself, I've come to this place so often. Like, I come here all the time, and I used to come here all the time as a kid. Are you telling me that there is probably some teenager who never washes his hands and does unthinkable things with his hands? Uh, you don't know where those, where those hands have been, right? Has been scooping fistfuls of ice cream by the bare hand and eating them, and then right after, serving me ice cream from this same container? So Ryan kind of had to double think, like, double check, really, like, okay, am I really going to like eat here again? His kind of trust with really food at all has kind of been shaken up after that point. But here's the thing. The spoiled kid does not continue uh, or does not, uh, does not end with these actions, right? Every single day, bro goes in and is just like messing with the, messing with the stuff, messing with the ice cream, taking big scoops with his raw hand, raw hands, with his hands, with his bare hands, man. And that's when the spoiled kid takes it a little bit too far. Because uh, the spoiled kid is just so bored one day. It is a Wednesday. It is 10 in the morning. It is about a week in, right? No one is here at 10 a.m. on a Wednesday. It is super boring. Look, I'll give the spoiled kid credit. It's boring. So what does the spoiled kid do? He's like, yo, Ryan. Which, by the way, the spoiled kid and Ryan have spoken like three times in the last week and a half. So Ryan like looks over. He's like, you know, what is it? The spoiled kid then looks at him, has this kind of like mischievous smile slash grin, picks up one of the ice cream containers and puts it on the ground. So one of the kind of like the, uh, the bucket type things of ice cream he picks up and puts on the ground. And Ryan's looking over at him, kind of confused of, you know, what he's going to do next, a little bit worried about what he's going to do next. Fair enough, right? And the spoiled kid just kind of grins at him and then proceeds to untie one of his shoelaces. And Ryan in his head is like, no, no way. There's no shot this kid is going, no, this can't, unties his shoelace. 
takes off his shoe, proceeds to take off his sock, and with his bare foot, puts it in the freaking ice cream, bro. Puts it in the ice cream. Look, it was bad enough that his bare hands were going in the ice cream. That's enough of a health code violation by itself. Putting your bare foot in the ice cream? Dude. Yeah, so uh, guys, I'm not. this doesn't happen at your standard ice cream parlor, I don't think. So don't be afraid and don't be like scared away from eating ice cream. But wow, Ryan was just looking at him with this kind of this shocked look of just, what? So Ryan really doesn't know if the spoiled kid was trying to uh, impress him or just the spoiled kid cared so little that he was just trolling and he wanted someone to just witness his actions. I think that might make more sense. I don't think the spoiled kid was trying to impress the subscriber at all. I think the spoiled kid thought he was better than the subscriber. So uh, yeah, at this point, Ryan was like, oh man, I'm going to be sick. And the spoiled kid continues just more activities like this because two weeks later, the spoiled kid's friends come in and they're like basically visiting when visiting him when he's like on the job or whatever. And one of them's like, dude, like, can you slide us some ice cream for free? And the spoiled kid's like, yeah, man, like uh, you can have whatever you want. And, you know, Ryan knows at the end of the day, they need to kind of like somewhat balance the books. So, yeah, the ice cream thing isn't as accounted for. And the, the manager doesn't really do this often. But you keep track of how many ice cream cones you sell. You keep track of how much inventory you use. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. But also, the, uh, so the ice cream scoops vary. So the fact that the spoiled kid had been like, I don't know, grabbing scoops of ice cream or, or whatever wasn't really accounted for because 50 scoops of, 50 ice cream cones uh, it could be a really ambiguous number. Like it could be, a lot of ice cream or a little bit of ice cream, depending on how big the scoops are. And then again, how do you quantify a lot or a little? That's a good question. However, 50 ice creams also equals to 50 ice cream cones. So at this point, the spoil or Ryan already knew that there was gonna be a problem because the spoiled kid literally gave out like eight. Like either there's four kids there, two cones each. So each, so eight ice cream cones that were now unaccounted. I'm sure that the manager wouldn't have really, you know, cared if like one or two cones didn't go accounted for because I don't know there can be defects um in the packaging like it can come with one less or one more ice cream cone uh, maybe something didn't ring up small things like that isn't really a big deal but like eight that's gonna be an issue and sure enough the next day the manager comes in because I think the manager just happened to do an inventory check and is like hey guys um, I want to make sure that when you're, you know, you know, doing ice cream or like giving ice cream to people that you really make sure to, you know, cash it in the register. And the spoiled kid isn't even paying attention when the manager says this stuff. Just like an absolute and complete just like disregard for, uh, you know, any kind of like a respect to the manager. Because the spoiled kid knew that, you know, the manager was manager of the store, but his dad owned the store. And the spoiled kid was like kind of not paying attention. So it was almost like the manager talking to Ryan. And the thing is, the, the manager wasn't necessarily accusing them of anything. At the end of the day, the store was doing fine. And worst case scenario, Ryan's dad, or not Ryan, sorry, the, the spoiled kid's dad could always divert some funds to the store. 
and eight ice cream cones were not going to make them go broke, right? However, that's, you know, it's not a good practice to have. Um, margins in general for, like, restaurants are really bad. So even a few, like, unchecked inventories could really mess up everything. Like, think about it. If you're only making, like, $1 for every $10 you sell, uh, like, it's going to take, like, if you give away one item for free without getting any money, it's going to take 10 items to make that up that $10. I did that quickly in my head. It might not completely add up, but that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, it's scaling. So all of a sudden, giving away eight free ice creams is actually really expensive for the company. But anyways, right, who cares? However, the manager now is paying closer attention. So this spoiled kid continues on with his nonsense. But here's the thing. The spoiled kid starts showing up real late. And by real late, I mean showing up two hours late. So one day, Ryan gets there, and they, they open their doors at 9 a.m. in the morning. So not a lot of people get there from 9 to 11 or 9 to 12. However, they're still open during that time. Yeah, so uh, anyways, though, uh, Ryan got there at 9 in the morning, as he's supposed to, and it's literally two and a half hours later at 11.30 that the spoiled kid kind of, like, strolls on in. And Ryan's kind of looking at the spoiled kid with this look of, like, are you serious right now? And uh, the spoiled kid is like, yo, what's up? And he just, like, goes, like, nothing happened. He just goes over to his seat, sits down, and goes on his phone. So Ryan, once again, you have to remember, look, Ryan is the only other guy who works there. The spoiled kid is the only other guy who works there as well. If Ryan makes a fuss, he, look, he totally, right, totally rightfully could make a fuss right now. This is really, like, obnoxious behavior by the spoiled kid. There's no question about that. However, Ryan also realizes something else, um, that he's stuck with the spoil kid. And if he does something to annoy the spoil kid, he knows the spoil kid will basically clap back 100,000 times harder in the annoying department. So Ryan doesn't necessarily say anything, but he's kind of like, oh, where were you this morning? Did you sleep in or something? Kind of like trying to say like, hey man, you know you're supposed to be here at nine, right? Like the time didn't magically change just because you didn't show up, right? Like I was still here. Like, not a lot of people came through, but I was still manning this solo. The spoiled kid kind of looks at Ryan. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, not a lot of people coming in the morning. Kind of thought I was like, whatever, you know, is what it is. And Ryan's like, yeah, you know, Ryan's not going to make the biggest deal. The truth was, I think they had like one zero to one total customers during that time period. Ryan says that they were extremely vacant in the mornings in the ice cream shop. So it wasn't the biggest deal, but Ryan still wasn't super happy about it. Real quick, if you made it as far into the video, comment ice cream down below. That'll be the secret word of the day. And while you're in the comment section, check out the pinned comment on this video. There's a link to the Spotify page. I upload all of these stories as podcasts on there. And also a link to three other channels I try and upload daily on. So please subscribe to them as they are fairly new and your you subscribing actually helps out a lot. So uh, it wasn't really an issue until later on. For the next week, the spoiled kid would just not show up at all. So, yeah, just for a random day, the spoiled kid showed up at 3. They closed at 4, and it was a really busy day. And the thing is, it's fairly busy with one person, right? With one person manning uh, all the stations, it's fairly busy. Like, they have a lot of customers come in, a lot of people to handle, a lot of people to manage, a lot of stuff to do. However, with, like, half the people there... It was like double the work. It was already barely manageable. It was manageable, but manageable just means you're getting by. Imagine you take manageable and you double it, right? Now it's starting to get really almost impossible to do. 
there was a lot of backlog. There was the line was getting long. Uh, he was getting a, like Ryan was getting a little sloppy with his orders. So he was like doing the wrong thing and people would be like, this isn't what I ordered. He'd have to do it all over again, which just honestly made it take even longer. There were probably some like uh, underchargers or not charging. Cra- I-, I don't know. Ton of issues, right? So spoiler kid like waltzes in, you know, at three and Ryan looks at him. He's like, dude, like, where have you been all day? And the spoiler kid's like, ah, you know, I thought you could handle it. And it looks like you're doing a great job, man. Like, shout out to you. Like, shout out to you for doing such a great job. And Ryan's kind of looking at him like, I'm not buying this, bro. I'm really not buying this. Shout out for doing such a great job. Like, come on, bro. Like, I'm not falling for such nonsense right now. So, uh, yeah, the thing is, though, it's like nothing he can really do because Ryan, at this point, yeah, maybe he should have reported him to the managers. Maybe he should have reported him to the higher-ups. But he just doesn't. However, uh, the spoiled kid continues to skip, continues just to not show up. There are some days where the spoiled kid is there the whole time. But there are other days where he's not. He just shows up for an hour. Some days, some days he doesn't show up at all. However, the spoiled kid kind of thought that it wouldn't matter. It doesn't really matter. You know, Dad's still going to pay me. Like, he owns the place. It's not like I'm going to get fired or anything. <laughs> ironic, but, uh, he made a mistake, though. The spoiled kid did not show up on a day, and he, if he only randomly chose this day to show up on, none of this would have went down. He would have been totally fine and probably could have continued doing this for the rest of the summer. However, the spoiled kid must have really felt too comfortable in his bed that day, and that was really what got him, because he decided to skip the day that his dad decided to check in on the store. So normally his dad comes in towards the later part of the day. So the spoiled kid sometimes would completely skip the day. But if he was kind of aware that his dad was going to come in for the last like 30 minutes of them being open, like he would show up towards the end of the day. However, this time the spoiled kid's dad had a big meeting canceled on him. He like blocked off his entire day for one person and they had to reschedule. So the spoiled kid's dad's like, well, this is like a really rare occasion. Uh, I guess I like can go do whatever I want. So he decides, all right, well, I guess I'll go see my son then at work. So yeah, the spoiled kid's dad walks into the store. So Ryan is managing the spot. It's, it's like 11, so there's like one or two people kind of trickling in or out. It's not too busy yet. It's going to be busy later. And Ryan just looks at the spoiled kid's dad. And Ryan's, the spoiled kid's dad's like, oh, hey, Ryan, how's it going? And Ryan's like, yo. And the spoiled kid's dad's like, oh, where's uh, where's spoiled kid at? And Ryan's like, uh... I, uh, I think he's, uh, he, he's not here. Ryan's not going to lie. Like, Ryan might not have wanted to rat the kid out necessarily for more the reasons of him not getting in trouble with the spoiled kid. But also, look, he's not going to, like, take one for the team when he knows for a fact the spoiled kid isn't even playing on the same team with him, man. The spoiled kid couldn't care less what Ryan does. And Ryan knows this. So the spoiled kid's dad's like, what? What, what, what do you mean? And, you know, he's like, uh, well, he just hasn't shown up. And Spoiled Kid's dad's like, what do you mean? Like, he, he tells me he comes in every single day. Does he come in every single day? And at this point, Ryan could be like, oh, this is the first time. No, Ryan's like, yeah, you know, he shows up sometimes. And sometimes he shows up towards the end of the day. But no, he is not here from 9 to 4, Monday through Friday. That is a fact. He is not here during that time. 
So the spoiled kid's dad looks really like shocked because I think the spoiled kid had been telling him about, oh, how good things have been going at the store, how he's been going in every day. I think the spoiled kid's dad was a little worried that he was pampering his son too much. So he was. Sorry, sorry, I was just walking by. It's all good, man. <laughs> Anyways, I think the spoiled, <laughs> I think the spoiled kid's dad was, uh, you know, really kind of feeling like he maybe let his son get away with too much, and he was really excited that his son was really excelling, you know, the family business too. So he was like, oh, that's great. So to kind of hear that it's all been a facade and it's, you know, been a bait and switch, and the truth is that he actually has not been showing up at all, I think the spoiled kid's dad was like, oh, like, like I think he was, he was pretty upset. So basically the spoiled, kid dad, the spoiled kid's dad explains his plan of action to Ryan. He's like, look, I don't think, like, like tomorrow, like, my son's probably going to come in, um, you know, and I'm going to, like, I'm not supposed to show up. But basically, I'm going to confront him tomorrow and ask if he was here yesterday. And he's going to say yes, and I'm going to catch him in a lie. And Ryan's like, uh, okay, like, <laughs> okay. Spoiled kid's dad's like, you can't tell him about it. Like, I need to catch him in the lie so I can really give a good punishment. And then Ryan's like, okay, bro, like, whatever you got to do. Like, all right, <laughs> okay. So yeah, um, the next day rolls around, and the spoiled kid actually does show up. Because remember, two out of five days of the week, the spoiled kid shows up from 9 a.m. to, I'm sure he was like 20 minutes late or something, but basically 9 to 4. Um, the other three, he shows up for one hour or doesn't show up at all. So yeah, he showed up, and uh, to his surprise, you know, a very r familiar guest walks through the door. Sure enough, it's his dad. Yeah, so uh, sure enough, his dad walks through the door, and he's like, oh, hey guys, how's it going? And his dad, like, looks at Ryan and kind of gives him a little bit of a wink. And Ryan's like, oh, God. Because <laughs> Ryan, look, as much as he was going to enjoy watching the spoiled kid get chewed out for being a bad employee because of nepotism and thinking he's better than other people, at the same time, he knew it was going to be kind of an awkward situation because he knows that, one, the spoiled kid is totally going to lie when his dad confronts him. And two, it's going to be a little awkward when, uh, you know, he realizes that Ryan didn't let him know what was about to happen. So anyways, uh, so it was, you know, spoiled kid's dad's like, oh, how have you guys been doing? They're both like, great, great, whatever. The spoiled kid's dad's like, spoiled kid, were, were you here yesterday? Like, did you clock in? Spoiled kid's like, yeah, I clock in every day. And the spoiled kid's dad, like, pauses for a second, almost like hoping that his son would rephrase, you know? And that's when the spoiled kid's dad kind of drops the bomb on the spoiled kid, and it's like, you know, I came in here yesterday and you were not here. And I waited for a while, you were not in the bathroom, you were not on the premises. And the spoiled kid's like, uh, no I was, like, Ryan, back me up. Turns to Ryan, and Ryan's like, um, uh. And the spoiled kid's dad's like, no, 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 don't put this on Ryan, I know you've been skipping. He's like, you know what? I'm not treating you any different. You're an employee of this ice cream shop. When you're here, when you're home, you're my son, and when we're in the car, you're my son, and every other place, you're my son, but right now, you're an employee of one of my establishments. And whenever any of my employees are stealing money from me as you're paid for the time that you're here, not showing up and lying that you're here or stealing from me, they will be punished accordingly. He's like, son, I hate to say this, but you're fired. <laughs> and Ryan was like, what? Ryan had no idea that it was going to go this far. 
he thought he was going to get chewed out, that his dad was going to be like, you're, I don't know, maybe a pay, like a demotion, maybe like he's going to like not pay him for the last couple of weeks, but straight up firing. Ryan's like, damn, bro. And this boy kid's like, oh, bro, like it's not that deep. It's not that deep. And, you know, his dad's like, I'm going to treat you like any other employee I've ha- I have here. If any other employee did this, they'd be fired too. And, you know, the spoiled kid's like, oh, whatever. And he, like, gets up and he leaves to go in the car. His dad and the spoiled kid drive home. And Ryan's there to leave, like, main the shop by himself, basically. But that's when Ryan realizes that his dad, the spoiled kid's dad thought he really did something. But the truth is, it doesn't matter. The spoiled kid's still going to have unlimited access to money. He's still not going to value money. He's not going to value hard work. And that this punishment actually probably wasn't a punishment. Because now the spoiled kid doesn't have to work a job and he can go back to being like doing nothing all day and just, you know, chilling with his friends and not having to work something. Uh, But maybe his dad made him work a real job somewhere else. Who knows? But at the end of the day, uh, Ryan had to man the ice cream shop by himself. But for that reason, the spoiled kid's dad actually, he was trying to find him someone else for Ryan to work with. But he gave Ryan a bit of a pay boost, a little bit of a bonus at the end of the season, which was appreciated. And uh, Ryan had a busy yet a good summer.